Hello. Let's talk about some big concepts. Self-directed learning, in the flow, intrinsic motivation, long-term memory, and metacognition. Okay, so if, if we're able to start kids with self-directed learning, and I explain it this way, pedagogy is the classic way that children are taught. Short version of the story. You can study semesters of college instruction on pedagogy, but just for tonight's example, it's how we teach children. Compared to andragogy, which is how adults learn. And short version of that story is adults get to choose. Adults have volition. Adults get to choose whether they will or won't in most cases, whereas oftentimes kiddos, when they're in kindergarten, first grade, second grade, their choices are limited <laughs> on how much they can choose what they want to learn or not. All right, so the, the bridge between these two is self-directed learning. Research says that we need to have kids engaged in self-directed learning by before junior high school for them to really get good at it and be able to convert into the adult world where everything is collaborative and uh, case-based learning and problem solving and working together. So self-directed learning is key to this. In the flow. Have you ever heard of in the flow? Okay, so in the flow was coined, the phrase was coined by Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. Mihai. Um, his name is spelled there on the, the first picture. And uh, he is of um, European uh, birth. Last I heard of him, he was teaching at Columbia here in the States. And he coined the phrase in the flow. So as an example, if you are doing something with one of your hobbies and time just disappears, you've lost track of where you are, the passage of time. It was such a joyful experience. You were in the flow. And what we want is our kids to get that opportunity to be so engaged with the learning, whether it's in your classroom or in your home or in the car or however you're engaging with kids in the learning process. That they would be having so much fun that time would just slip past. It would be a joyful experience. All right. And let's talk about motivation. So intrinsic compared to extrinsic, all right? So extrinsic motivation comes from the outside, right? So that would be you offer a kid um, a cookie or a Skittle or something sugar-laden, right? Or uh, the uh, veiled threat. <laughs> I try to make sure that when I motivate my kids, I am using intrinsic motivation, but it is certainly a slippery slope. Um, so uh, anyway, anything that's a threat or a veil, veiled, uh, you know, uh, if, if it's going badly and all of a sudden I have to bribe my kid or get really strict or throw a threat in there, I've, I'm always ashamed of myself because I just lost the whole battle to try to make everything intrinsic. All right, so um, extrinsic, there we go, explaining that, is that it comes from the outside. Intrinsic is the other way around, that a child or anybody will do something because it comes from inside their heart, their soul. It, it affects how they feel about themselves. Um, 
you've heard this, right? Character is what you do when no one is looking. And that is the concept that we want when we're working with uh, kids of uh, students uh, any age, really, is that people will do something because they choose to. You ever try to make somebody do something they don't want to do? I cannot even do that with a dog, right? So um, uh, that's the comparison of intrinsic-extrinsic. And as I said before, it is a slippery slope. You can start off with the best of intentions of it being a totally intrinsic transaction. And <laughs> I've been outsmarted many a time, but then I try to catch myself as soon as I realize it and get back on track with it being coming from the inside of the child um, the, the praise, as an, another example, is I'm not supposed to praise and say, oh, I'm so proud of what you've done. I should instead say, you should feel really good about yourself, that you put that much effort into that. You did your best. You should feel awesome about it, how you, how you learn, the, um, how brave you are, right? So, so praise, the, how we word things, is, is key to this. All right, so what I want to... Um, propose to you all is that if we take our young learners and we are able to help them get into self-directed learning, help them be in the flow with their learning, be intrinsically motivated that each um, piece of working memory, uh, each piece of learning, everything they do with you in the learning, as I said, the classroom, the home, the car, um, the walk around the park, that that would give them so much joy in their learning that it will also help to best ensure the transfer from short-term memory to long-term memory. So let me give you an example. Did you all see the movie Inside Out, right? Where they had all of the, the data banks of the long-term memories that were in the balls and eventually the, if they weren't used anymore, they would cast way down into the hole and that was the, the dump, the mind dump. Um, so that's, there's a lot of, that movie depicts well long-term storage in the brain. Um, another example would be for sh short term is, uh, let's say you have uh, in this picture here, I have a small kitchen table, small kitchen table, um, and you would have a teaching concept, let's say it's two plus two equals four, or it's a, a couple of sentences into a paragraph. And as this short, the smaller real estate piece, the small kitchen table, compared to all the long-term storage that's available in the mind with the file cabinets that data can be stored and dendrites swapped back and forth so that the brain can retrieve the information out of the file cabinets, out of the long-term storage, and bring it into the working memory, the small kitchen table. But it is a, it's, a, it's a small space, so you've got a concept. Two plus two equals four. You're going through the concept. It's of, it was such a great time when, when it was over and the kids enjoyed it and they decided, hey, you know, I want to keep that memory. The alternative is they can say, no, that was no good. I had no fun. It was something I never want to do again. I don't want to have any memory of it. So flush. So my, how I explain it to people is that anytime there's something being taught, the brain receiving that information has the opportunity to decide, am I going to store that, stick it in long-term memory in those file cabinets, use some dendrites to throw, connect them all to each other, or is it going to be such a lousy memory, a lousy experience, I had no fun, no joy, no motivation, no in-the-flow, no self-directed learning, and I just want to flush it. I don't ever want to think about it again. Okay, and then the last term I want to bring in is metacognition. I use the example here of the frog thinking about their thinking, right? Meta, me, cognition, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about my thinking. So you see the frog there 
reflecting. We want that for self-regulation. We want that for self-control. We want that for social awareness. As an example, if my kid walks into a classroom and he could notice that, you know what, I'm the only kid that's standing up on my chair. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should be doing, I should be mirroring. I should be doing what everybody else is doing. And back in the early years, I would tell him that he needs to, that he needs to watch the teacher and he needs to match the little girls. I never told him to match the little boys. <laughs> uh, um, match the little girls, John, okay? Sit there nicely. And not that he always would, but if you were going to choose in a stereotypical way, right? Match the little girls, okay? So let's go back to the beginning of this. So if we are able to help our kids with self-directed learning and they're able to use in the flow and they're intrinsically motivated, this gives them joy in their learning. Well, then they're going to choose instead of flushing that thought from working memory, they're going to choose to file it in long-term storage. And then it's also going to increase how they think about themselves, their awareness of their learning. So I'm aware where I'm putting it. I'm aware that I'm going to keep it. I'm aware that I'm not going to flush it. And I'm aware how it made me feel. It made me feel wonderful to be motivated from my own soul, to have joy in my learning, to be in the flow of this. The time went by so fast. There was no labor involved at all. Time did not stand still. The, the day was awesome, right? Awesome day. And they would get a chance to choose what they learn about. That it would be able to give them much better learning, retention of memory. It's going to be there again the next time. They're going to want to do it over and over again. They're going to love your classroom management style. And they're going to enjoy learning. Okay, so that's my big thought. <laughs> As you sit up in your helicopter looking down on your classroom, looking down on the kids in your home, how you have your conversations when you're driving or walking, around the kitchen table. So, alrighty, that's the thought for tonight. Take care. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.